Welcome back, everybody, to the MTV Challenge Accepted Podcast presented by Underdog Podcasting Network. If you're joining us for the first time, randomly, in Episode 7, welcome. I'm your co-host, Zandrick Ellison, along with my brother, Dondrick, known as the Chief Strategy Officer for the show. He dissects a big board. Do you have like a big board at home, like Beautiful Mind, trying to figure out the alliances? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but I try. Yeah, you have to pick up like little bits and pieces of like exactly what's going on. They're, they're quick about showing the vote, I think, for that reason. So it's not too obvious, maybe. Yeah. And now I'm watching, as we all are, the old seasons on CBS All Access. So I have it even more jumbled in my brain. I'm, I'm tracking the island strategy along with this strategy. So. That was a great one. Well, you know, we could talk more about because we talk a lot about strategy. And let's just jump into that because the island reminded me of that. That's one of the biggest like strategic moves of all time, right? Bananas dumping um, Paula and going with Ev. But uh, my point was going to be like the strategy on the challenge is talked about a lot, but it does not usually affect the results as much as other shows because oftentimes it just comes down to a matter of athleticism. Yeah, that's true. Although in the earlier seasons, it also came down to just who came in with more friends. Right. That's definitely true. Like, I think in groups, you know, it like weeded out like the, you know, the rookies or the rogues. Um, but you're right. I think as the show's evolved, being, and it's always mattered, you needed to be, you needed to always complete a final. But athleticism has become more and more as the show's gone on, you know, maybe, maybe you need both. Like you need a good strategy and you need, but you can't strategize your way to a win, you know, like you're going to have to back it up at some point. Exactly. Which I think makes this show interesting. It's not just a survivor where you can play a purely social game. You can't be like big easy and win this show. Right. Right. That's a great point. And that, and that gets us to the gameplay and we'll talk about some of the big brother strategies and, um, so this episode was called Die Another Day. It's the seventh one of the season. And to refresh her memory, last week, Teresa was the star of the show. And she won the daily and then held the power and sent in Ashley and Cam. And so now like, we're going to see the repercussions of that decision. And we saw it play out kind of what we thought. You know, Jay um, getting a lot of the blame on his end, too. Yes, we did. We predicted you were spearheading the discussion last week that you thought this was a good move for Teresa and not a great move for Jay. Right. I think that was what we kind of fell right. on. Well, I thought the week. blowback would come to Jay for the next guy's vote. Cause we talked about it all year. Like as, mu as much fun as the partnerships are in theory, they haven't proven to matter enough that it's not just guys vote, girls vote or separate entities. Yeah it's almost more advantageous. I would think in going to the season to really only focus on yourself and not so much your partner. Cause it really bit Jay in the ass. Right. Like but right I, off the bat. Like, you know, last week he told Kyle and Corey that he wouldn't, he gave him a heads up. He didn't, although they weren't going in. So they still got mad. Leroy, most of all called him out, called him the P word. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that. Um, so I won't, but <laughs> okay. Hearing <laughs> on the side of caution there. Um, do you think everyone was right to blame Jay? He admitted he made some mistakes, but he was just doing that because Teresa, he promised Teresa he wouldn't say anything. True. Well, and that's the thing is that they, their issue they said was that they weren't given a heads up before the vote, before the, uh, crater. Right. And 
I mean, there's pros and cons, I guess. Is it, do you, he, Teresa didn't People want him to always say. seem to want that. And maybe it's like, maybe I'm not a high level athlete, so I don't really understand the importance. To me, it feels like a lot of an excuse when like, you could have given me a heads up. Like, even if you gave somebody a heads up, they'd still be mad. Right. I, I don't buy that. They would have been, oh, he gave me a heads up. It's okay that he threw me into an elimination. Now. That's true. But it, I can put myself in that person's shoes and I would be upset if I felt blindsided. I would definitely because yeah, it's almost like you're making them, you're playing them for a fool. Like I, I'm trying to have a moment against you. Yeah, and they also showed the clips of when Jay literally told Kyle, for instance, "I'm not throwing you in," right? right, or things like that. So, yeah, and Jay felt bad. You could see that he wants to be like liked. He's a, you know he's a nice guy at heart. I think. Um, yeah, definitely. I really like Jay. I think we all love Jay, and he was caught between a rock and a hard place because I do like that Jay and Teresa. Yeah. Did the partners really matter? But I like when the partners care about each other and they seem to really want to, they, you know, Teresa was really, I don't think it was helpful, but working hard to save Jay this episode. And yeah. And that, that is nice. And they're playing it like maybe because by necessity, like we're in this for the long haul. And I think a lot of other partnerships, like Fessy and Anissa, for example, he's like looking to, you know, ditch her as soon as he can. Exactly. There's like a spectrum between how loyal the partners are to each other and Jay and Teresa are on the high end of that spectrum. Absolutely. And there's not that many that feel like they're really tethered together. I agree. Um, And Teresa's approach was different. Um, She, you know, went back and forth all episode, really, but. I think she made a pretty good point at first that she said not to overreact days like a year. People are going to forget that. I guess that's so you're not saying to that... be true, but I do think that's generally true. Well, hold on because I really like Teresa. I, I feel like these past few episodes, we've sort of forgotten about Teresa. She hasn't been on in a while. And I, I enjoy having her be active on the show. I like her presence. You're saying she went back and forth this episode. I say she started out strong and then, like tumbled and crashed the rest of the episode into like a, a heaping tire fire. Yeah. Well, cause I, she's usually pretty logical. I mean, even if she's backstabbing people, I mean, like I get where she's coming from. I think she got into trouble at least on, on, in no, the edit, like by she, like contradicting herself a lot. No, it wasn't even a lot. It was a bi-directional. It was like, she was right in the beginning. I actually wrote her down for stock up in the beginning of the episode when she right. said, we got to keep things calm Right, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Shift. Yeah. And it wasn't about, after that, she was like, okay, I'm going to now explode and make everyone hate me now and go after everyone and not draw attention away from myself and draw all the attention onto me. And yeah. so she d- totally did not heed her own advice, which I thought was good advice in the beginning. Well, and you know why it was good advice? I think it didn't play out for Jay the way that she might have wanted. But a one little moment I want to talk about was when Fessy had a heart to heart they said with Corey. yeah remember that was the big scandal a few episodes ago Corey vowing revenge and then fessy kind of like placated him with the excuse that he's self-conscious and shy and that's yeah. why he went in against nelson i guess i don't really get the connection but it made oh, no. Corey like melt a little bit <laughs> yeah. and that he decided he doesn't give him a chance no. the, who was the excuse was not why he threw in nelson is because he was shy it's because afterwards he seemed aloof right but that was because he was shy that i get that he was being aloof i get that but it doesn't take i'm shy i'm self-conscious it doesn't take me like a week to like have a heart to heart if you feel guilty about something yeah i mean i i think that 
there was part that was valid and part that was invalid to me. I think that there was truth in that he probably felt uncomfortable and a bit, you know, afraid of conflict because of anxiety. But when you invoke kind of anxiety, it makes it seem like a little phony to me. Not that I think anxiety is phony, but like that, it was just, you were uncomfortable. Yeah. You were uncomfortable and you were, you know, you could just be, say it like that. Like, you know, I really hurt you and I didn't know how to handle it. Insecurity is a tough thing because it's, I've heard that about like Donald Trump, for example. Oh, he's so insecure. Like, show me somebody who's not insecure. Everyone's insecure in some way. And it's just like how it manifests. Like, do you overcompensate? Do you withdraw? I think that describes everybody to some degree. I don't think there's anyone who who feels in their heart of hearts entirely confident in every situation, right? I don't know about, I think there's people that are less insecure, certainly, like Bear. <laughs> bear, bear yeah we miss bear uh, maybe you're right i don't think uh, he, yeah but the point is is that yes he he if it was me i would just be more honest about like right. not, like genuine like you know i upset you i wasn't really sure how to handle that i apologize um, absolutely that's almost always the right way to go even if it doesn't work even if yeah. in the sense like a gameplay sense at least you come across as a genuine person that people can maybe trust in the future and it was probably good on Fessy's part to make that overture, right? As opposed to continuing to just like avoid it. Yeah. And, you know, I, there is some truth to like the shy people being misinterpreted. I think it's really true with girls, actually. I don't know if you agree. Um, but I just remember like in college, I had a friend who was like an attractive girl and she was like shy and quiet. And everyone's like, oh, she's so stuck up. She thinks she's better than everybody. And it's like, she's because she didn't talk a lot. And that it's like, read into that situation. And maybe it's the same with Fessy here, where it's like, he's a big guy. He looks like he's a... Yeah, I think that it is a little bit of like a late bloomer sort of syndrome Mm -hmm. in a way, because Fessy said he was shy early growing up, when he probably wasn't a huge football player. Right. And then he's kind of feeling a little bit of the... He has a little bit of that history to him. Um, and I have said that Fessy does seem through this season, like I can't figure him out if he's just, he seems like blunted a little bit at times. Like he's not very emotionally evoc, you know, yeah, outwardly. Yeah, yeah. And that could be because of anxiety, like some social anxiety. Although we have seen him the past two episodes, try to hit on Gabby and he's been on a few reality shows. So and he was trying to hit like, on, um, Tori who had a fiance too. So he doesn't have crippling social anxiety. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting character. I mean, I feel like we don't know him well enough for a few reasons. And and some people out there do watch Big Brother and know him better, I think, than we do on the challenge. Um, so the daily comes around. It's called Aerial Takedown. How would you describe this? I wrote it down at like you're knocking your opponents off this like giant, I said ball sack, but it, it was looked like a ball sack. And it was like, and it was a sack of balls, right? I mean, it, it was bizarre looking. It was a cool concept, though, I thought. It was a very cool concept. He had Very some, cool as Kyle that. said, helicopters that he was afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> Gold water he's also afraid of. Um, <laughs> Kyle loves to play like the scared game. or I mean, like it plays that up. Like he's. They were all saying that a bit, right? That this was scary. And the water, if it's like really freezing, it is not fun. And everyone looked really cold and miserable. TJ. Yeah, but let's see how it affected. So there's four different heats. The first heat was a female heat. Um, probably the most notable was Casey and Cam kind of sparring a little bit casey ends up winning that heat um the second and fourth heat were for men and 
completely disappointing. They just like stood there frozen. Everyone just stayed there. Didn't even try. Mechie just fell down, I think. Yeah. Um, so they all got DQs. Super lame. Incredibly lame. TJ called them out. He said that effing sucked. I totally agree. I don't even understand the strategy of it either. Was Aside it from really just like trying was, not to be embarrassed. It was really lame. It was really lame because it it's... And we'll talk about what they did as a result of that in terms of the production. But it, it just like that takes so much. Fo- if you're not going to try in the challenges, then it really hurts the show. Like, yes, Absolutely. they've th- they've thrown challenges before, but at least there's some strategy to that. And at least it's you know? active. You know, it's like a movie. And it causes like- some drama. Yeah. But this was just like, oh, we're like. It's like NBA players resting on a nationally televised. Like right. you don't need to rest right now. This is not what you're. And there's for. no real advantage to. It wasn't anyway strategy. It was just more like I don't want to lose. I guess. I mean, you know, Jay and and Leroy did scuffle a little bit, but that's pretty much it. And this is where I disagree with the show's logic a little bit. So guys got blasted for not trying. Totally agree. The females in Heat Three didn't get any real flack for a few of them falling on yes, purpose on purpose. little amber lolo who would have been fun to see actually try gabby that's true that's true and in fact they gave amber b from big brother flack for actually trying and tree against teresa and teresa ended up winning well production didn't but teresa did. right um yes that's true that is a bit of a nuance however just the it's a little different the the women that fell off on purpose were saved because amber b Right. Fought and save face for the whole gender in that sense, That's right? True. And I'm I, I totally agreed with her logic of like, hey, I'm here to compete and I'm here to protect my partner. And anyway, you slice it, she did the right thing, I think. Yeah, I agree with Amber B. And I completely well, this is a question I have for you about Teresa this episode. It was was Teresa because it, trying to win this challenge to save Jay, right? right. Seems smart and admirable Mm -hmm. but it came at the cost of creating this feud with amber b and we were saying that oh part of the saving grace of teresa's move is that she has these rookie girls that she's aligned with right but and she she still did it's just that and we'll get into this a little bit in a second at the bar night but um i thought she was just joining their team their alliance and anisa nailed it she's like i think teresa expected to like run their team and they would all be her little minions. And I guess some of them were, some of them dropped to help her, but Amber B didn't get the memo and yes. fought back. But like, I don't know why Teresa thought she was in charge of this. That's what I'm saying. I She needed to meld in, you know, kind of meld with them, not. Right. It know, was very, I wrote down, it was like very West-like that she thought she could, you know, grab all the spare parts and then run the team, but no one else signed up for that. Yes, I agree. And that was her big fail this episode to me is she needed to be smarter politically and less less gung-ho about the actual challenge, the daily, ironically, I suppose. Because yeah. we're complaining about people not trying. But, but that, that Amber B thing did matter a lot because that, that little delay cost her at least a second or two. And then in which case, Casey and Leroy won over Jay and Teresa. And that was sort of their targeted team. So that was a really important second. That's true. And I guess then therefore you could say that, well, Teresa was a second away from her strategy not really mattering, right? Which maybe is a good strategy. You know, you're that close to saving Yeah, I mean, it almost worked if Amber 
had lost on purpose. And she was right. The idea that they should drop quickly and, and somebody could win. She that was, was right true. about that. That was true. It's just that when that failed, the rest of her strategy really, to me, fell apart the rest of the episode. And also it's sort of like the luck of the draw that it happened to work out because everyone in her alliance was on the same heat too. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Because if there would have been Cam, there would have been Nani, like, uh, you know, even Anissa. That's interesting. Like, although the rookie girls, if you include Teresa in that alliance, are quite a big majority at this point, now that I look but at that's it. that's why Teresa messed up so bad. Right. So let's talk about that. So um, in the little bubble party, you know, everyone's calling out Teresa. And then she didn't admit to tanking the daily in person, which was bizarre to me. Um, when Darrell started calling her out on it, she said, I didn't tell anyone to drop. I don't know where, why she could, thought she could get away with that one. Yeah. Um, and she also denied, as which would make sense, but she also denied saying Darrell's name. Right. As we saw earlier in the episode, she did to CT. Right. Over coffee. Just a and coffee then, chat. <laughs> and also, I think she was hurt by the fact that she was like feuding, I guess, or arguing with Amber B from Big Brother, who came across as she even called herself, I'm a very calm person. Like she's seemed very logical. And in contrast, Teresa seems more scattered. Yes. And maybe Teresa had been drinking a bit, you know, in that bubble, yeah. the igloo, that's always a factor. Um, they were like relying much more on like the alcohol for drama, aren't they? It seems like it almost always there's like a midpoint blow up based on alcohol. Oh, that's a staple of this show. I think it's yeah. less so than it used to but be. But it's almost like a formula at this point. You could write it down. Bubble party, fight <laughs> after the bubble party. Yeah, but that's, a, I mean, come on. The, the, we all approve of it. <laughs> well, you can almost bubble it. I could almost like copy and paste next week's show because this has been a few times too. Devin instigating, stirring the pot, poking the bear. Kyle says, winding them up. And then yeah. his signature chant now to really get under their skin. Big brother sucks. That <laughs> but, really crosses the line, I think. But this is so, I can't get off the Teresa thing because okay. last episode I said, I was happy with her when she was confronted by Lolo and she knew mindfully, I need to remain calm here. Right. And I use the analogy, the metaphor of like Indiana Jones, you go into the temple of doom and you switch the, the bag of sand for the, for the idol to not set off the trap, right? This episode, it's like Teresa walks into Temple Doom and immediately drop kicks the idol off the stand and just like has... was that Temple of Doom? I don't remember. No, was Temple of Doom was the sequel, but it was yeah. the Raider. You know what I mean? The Raiders big ball yeah. rolls after him. Right, right. So right. the it was like she had no tact and just was reacting, which was very. I think, but was, I, I don't think we can blame alcohol because in the confessional she was teary eyed. She seemed like she was a little all over the map. That's what I thought. At least you thought it was just derailed. I thought she was on and off, but it's hard to tell with the editing. It is hard to tell with the editing. And I think that maybe she just hit a limit on being able to keep things cool and then became very reactive uh, at a certain point to the, with the edit. Right. You know, it's hard to know. And if you want to give her credit, I'll give her credit. She's, she's, as you said, like she's been in it. We don't forget about Teresa. She's had yeah. a lot of camera time. Yeah, she is. And I actually like her. I mean, she came across as I liked her trying and, you know, she was likable. I, I don't agree with her strategy. I think she flamed out horribly this episode, even though she's still in it. But I think I liked her still. I don't know if I like her that much. I liked her less after this episode, I have to admit. Um, but let's well, talk about was... Devin now, because Devin, I don't even know if it's worth saying, you know, 
is this so like status quo that Josh gets upset by Devin. Yes. Even though Josh says to Fessy, look, he's just trying to wind you up. And then he ends up getting wound up himself. Yeah. By Devin celebrating, even mooned him at one point. And then Josh says, <laughs> he was dancing his feet on the glass. Yeah. Too. He did look like an instigator. Um, you have three seconds to get away from me. And then he pushed him. Um, is this worth talking about or is this this so cliche at this point? There were some funny lines and we've, I, at this point, there was one funny line where Den- Devin said uh, to Josh, like, I think you have some deep seated issues that we need to work out as a house. That, I did. That was my favorite line too. <laughs> that was the only good line from Devin. Cause I thought Devin was just so obnoxious. The whole thing. I know, episode. but that was I, one been- funny line. We've been critical of him for being too bullyish, or at least I have. I think he was bullyish again. Yeah, he has been, and yeah, uh, but it's almost like well, you talk about everyone has insecurities, and he even called himself a layup in this episode and confessional. And I think how do you react to those insecurities? And he definitely was lashing out and just being obnoxious. And if you think if you know Josh or somebody is like sensitive and you just like pick at them and try to like rile them up like what's the point like you're trying to prove that you're smarter than him or you're more you're more villainous than him like what are you getting out of this well i read it as and this was making a lot of assumptions but you there is a strategic potential part of if he hits me then out right so when he starts doing the countdown i'm gonna when you have three seconds i think is Devin like oh great i have like three seconds until i get him out of here right so Maybe that's what he's going for is to goad them into getting kicked off. You know, it was bizarre to me too. Cause even if you think like if he got Fessy kicked off for that would have been great. For that him. Been De- definitely. Yeah. Um, and maybe he's playing the villain role cause he wants attention and camera time. But then in the deliberation later on, he apologized, I Which guess for like, the vote reasons, yeah, but like, I don't really very disingenuous to me, but you can make the same argument that Teresa, like, Devin, you know, hey, there's a role for casting the show. There's a role for a villain or an instigator. Yeah. Especially with, I don't know how much many more seasons Johnny Bananas has left on the show. You know, obviously Kenny and Evan are gone. Like we don't have that sort of like frat boy douchebag role, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point is that forget strategy aside, you need to be recast on the show and you need to have camera time. And it's like a guaranteed camera time if you get if you tease Josh, right? right? How many times have we seen Josh lose it and flipped out? And I think it's be- partly because people know, and then the, then it gets put in the edit, right? When he I just out. don't like it. I, I just don't think like maybe that makes him feel good. I, I think it's the classic bully thing where it's like it makes you feel good to pick on somebody. Um, yeah, no, like, I don't think doesn't... it's that funny to watch Josh like get wound up, and I, I mean it's just like. He, it's just too predictable. Maybe winding up Fessy because you want to like get him kicked out makes more sense. I think I mean, we're saying that, but we're also sort of like giggling too at some of the stuff. I, I, that one line is honestly the only thing I thought was amusing. The other time I was like not enjoying watching it. Well, you were saying, oh, his mantra, Big Brother sucks. You were well, that was kind of funny too. <laughs> Look, <she was laughs> loving it. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. You're like think, watching the gladiators in the Coliseum. But that's what, it. you know what? Like, I think the show got in so much trouble in the past 
because Evan and Kenny they and Johnny too much. Yes. Way too much. Yeah. But they were, they were legitimately funny. You know, well, I thought so. Watching the Island. They were <laughs> over the line on the Island. For yeah. Sure. It's sort of hard to watch some of it. And sometimes um, with Cara Maria over the line, but then they get it. That's why like douchebags like get away with it. Cause they can be charming enough to make people laugh through it. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Um, I don't think Devin has that. He's pretty funny. Not as funny as he thinks he is. I'm not a, I used to be a fan of him. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him anymore, to be honest. I don't know if I was ever really a fan of him. I think he's good for the show though. He's definitely entertaining. Like, he's a character. And he tries. Maybe too, maybe too one note of a character. Yeah, it could be. Um, and so then we go to the deliberation. As mentioned, Devin apologized. And then we go back to this Amber Teresa drama and Teresa calls out CT for, I guess she kind of blamed him for spreading the, the Daryl plan, Daryl plan. Didn't Although she did it. I mean, she did say it, so I don't know. She can't totally. Didn't make any sense. Teresa doing this. Right. So I guess she's doing it. The sense is that just kind of puts the spotlight on someone else. Like look over there at CT. But yeah, you're right. It's like, well, I'm telling, I'm calling out CT for saying that I was targeting Darrell because I was targeting Darrell. Yeah, like, it's what? not a great, in court, she would not lose. I mean, uh, in, I, I think it was succeeded yeah. in the sense that like CT does get by by being, a, he stirs the pot a little bit too. Yeah. Um, and he finally got some flack for that. Um. But she, in terms of defending herself, it didn't, it wasn't great. No. And it, it really, I think that maybe what I didn't understand is, okay, now you have, the only thing it accomplished was making sure that CT and Big T voted for you now. Right. And that maybe it was more important than we realized. Yeah. I need to look at the breakdown, but maybe that, I maybe it wasn't because it was between them, Teresa and Jay and um, Devin. Devin, right? And Gabby. Yeah, and I wrote down some of the votes. Fessy, and it seemed like the Big Brother people were voting for Devin. And um, basically everyone else was voting for Jay. So I wonder if the CT thing would have mattered. And then we have the complication where a lot of the votes didn't actually count. So maybe it was immaterial. Yeah, maybe it mattered. I don't know. So when we first heard the compromise agents, it was Teresa and Jay. And when we go to the elimination, TJ does this big warning and as you said you know strips the votes from every guy who didn't try and it sounded like that might matter then turns out not commercial. yeah it turns to- out not really but i what did you think of it when he announced it and then they go to commercial i'll, I'll be honest i didn't like it whoa really i like the repercussions i didn't like for one at that point they probably knew the vote so they knew it wouldn't matter um production yeah production and tj well of course they knew the vote yeah right and then i don't think i think they're kind of blaming the challengers for taking advantage of a flawed game you know because we've seen guys not try before we've seen people lose on purpose why don't we punish lolo for dropping you know i thought Mm -hmm. it was a little inconsistent um that's true that's true i mean logically you have a point there yeah, you can't, I don't, you said before, like you like it when the rules of the game are clear up front and then it's up to people to take advantage of them. 
So I think though that production by doing this was a little bit able to have its cake and eat it too, because it didn't affect anything. It was like a warning shot. Yes. So it it effectively, practically all it did was deter not trying in the future because it didn't alter the game. If they they make that a rule, I like that rule. It just needs to be a rule. Well, I think now it's sort of de facto a rule. Yeah, I think it will be. I think, and that's probably a good thing in the long run. So, yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, you're able to do both. You're able to quote unquote, punish them, not really have it affect anything. And now the benefit for us as viewers is now they know they have to try if they want to vote. Yeah. Or at least, at least not just do nothing, you know? That's why you're the strategy. You're thinking of production strategy and it turns out to be right. Um, The one, what would you have done if you wanted to like give them like sort of a slap on the wrist? I thought that was, this was fine. Fine. You know what I would have done? I have to wear a letter. Scarlet letter. letter. Um, I would have said, because they all presumed it was the guy's elimination again. So like that whole wrinkle hasn't really worked. I would have said, you know what? At first I thought maybe two guys are going to go home, two eliminations, but eliminations are good and bad because you get a skull. So I would have said, hey, guess what? Eliminations, three guys, only one guy comes out. Boom. Trim the fat because you guys aren't trying hard enough. Well, what if someone get? what if like, but Jay tried, right? Yeah, so he, but he was so, in anyway. Okay. Um <laughs> I mean, maybe that would have been more. I said I don't like changing the rules. That would have been a massive change. You're making rules. it harder for Jay. You're really punishing the one guy who tried. That's by- fair. I just wish they got a little more actual flack for that. As you said, it didn't matter at all. Wait, but you're saying two different things now. You're like, well, reasons. you're all over the place because you're saying that you don't think it's fair for production to punish them for the rules that production set up. But I'm saying this is and not an established rule. The elimination has not been an established who's going in rule. We, we, it might be both. It might be one. It might be girls. It might be guys. It might not be an elimination. They haven't like established that as a law yet. No, but you're wanting to punish them more for the daily. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're saying they shouldn't be punished for because it's the production's fault. That's true. Oh my gosh. Well, you're right. I, Hey, I'm like Teresa. I'm all over the map. You know, <laughs> I'm not logical like you. I'm, I'm an emotional player. Um, but I think it's fine. It all worked out. Like you said, they got their cake and ate it too. And so the big moment was Teresa and Jay going down. Everyone again, presumed that it was a guy's elimination. And so the, the ball was in Leroy's court. And I really didn't know what he was going to do because flashback a few minutes before in the episode, he vowed revenge. He was going to get a skull, but he did seem very skittish about it. Admitting that to Cam, admitting that to mm-hmm. other people. He said did he you, was scared. Yeah. Do you did you think he was going to go down? It was tough. I don't know if I had a certainty either way. I definitely did not. I suppose, but I think that I would have leaned toward yes, he was going to go. See, I thought he was not. Half the skulls are gone, right? Half the skulls. I just thought he was scared, and he's been playing a scared game for five seasons now. Um, oh, come on! I think all the guys have, as you know, we saw, and maybe that, like, you know, slap I on mean, the wrist by TJ mode cemented it for him. I think Leroy's been getting too much hate, and I'm, and I'm glad he's here to show 
jabronis like you that he is not playing playing scared i think that i thought he i i give him credit so the spoiler alert he went down and took on jay who's no layup in these kind of formats because you never know he's he's a you know survivor in in like small ass sense like he's he's good at games he is he's very good and this you you saw walking into the crater that we've seen this before so you knew what it was Right. It was fire escape. It was like you swing back and forth with your hands. Which Natalie and Ashley did the first elimination right. of the season. And then. And there's fire for some reason. And there's fire for some reason. And, and it's called know, fire escape for some reason. <laughs> and Jay is a mountain climber. And this right. looks mountain climby to me. Um, so you have a right, I think, to be, if you're Leroy, to be a little. Absolutely. Cautious. And Jay's lighter. I thought that might be to his advantage. Although True. Natalie won this pretty easily, right? Against Ashley. Yeah. And however, Leroy himself had done an elimination very similar to this in the past on Battle of the X's 2, I believe. And he I like, like that. You're, we're stepping up our research game. And he like was amazing at it. So he probably maybe to him he was like okay i know i'm good at this he has very good upper body strength um and and that played a role so uh, you know you do the thing and it looked close at first leroy starts because of course they always try to not show us what's really happening that was very notable at the end leroy was ahead and they tried to make it seem like jay was mounting this comeback by like showing Leroy's clips in slow motion and then showing yeah. Jay's fast, but Leroy won pretty handily. He looked when the, they weren't doing the editing, like when they were just showing him in real time, it was really impressive, right? Well, he said he did he it in less going, than a minute or something, Less right? than a minute? That was like amazing, right? It would take me probably an hour to do that, I think, if I could. <laughs> but he looks so fast. You kind of want to see the clip unedited of him just doing it absolutely i would love to you know sometimes they have that like on real on youtube those unedited clips i would love to see that because yeah total game changer for leroy he's had some really impressive moments on the show and this is one of really strong in eliminations he has a again i think a really good elimination record um and so you know shout out to jay for trying doing well He's, he's such a class act, I think. Like he shook Leroy's hand the, in, right For when sure. he went down. For sure. He, he cares. I mean, he's everything we want in a competitor. It's just that For he's sure. he might, probably lacking like, you know, size. That's his only drawback. Yeah. And you would think maybe that is having length in this would help, right? This elimination. Um, but definitely, Jay is so likable. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like, are we biased in some way? Like, does everyone see what, how we see it? Because I, I think Jay's almost one of my favorite people on the show. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, to be honest. And we, I don't know if you, did you watch Jay's survivor season? The first one? I watched on? the second one. Okay. So I so maybe that biases me because I, I liked him on that, but I think he's just a, I think he has everything you're looking for. He's athletic. Right. He cares. Like you said, right. And he uh, on Survivor, he got more into his backstory, and I guess his like mom is sick or something. I forgot what it exactly was. Or his dad. Um, so maybe that's why we like him more. But I, I'll tell you something. Like it's, it's. I don't know if it'll ever happen because he's smaller and he's gonna have struggle in these eliminations. But when I say he's one of my favorites, I can't name you another challenger that I would be happier to see win the show. I'll tell you one right now. Nani? No, not Nani. 
but I am, I'm kind of, I, I think you've been way too critical. No one had a problem with Leroy before this season. No one had a problem with Leroy before this season when he was following Johnny around, people were fine with it. You know, maybe you'd right. hear people always following, he's following, but now that it's Cam, everyone hates Leroy. Now, I'm exaggerating, not everyone, but you I, know I dislike Leroy now. I, I'm completely did a 180 on Leroy. Oh, get out of it. You dislike Leroy? I don't dislike him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm kind of rooting against him. Well, I think the battle line, the line is drawn in the sand. <laughs> Are we done with the podcast now? Is that it? <laughs> Or rivals. I don't love Cam. I never have. But Leroy is maybe one of my favorites all time. And it's taken me a while to realize that again. And him going down and dominating. And I mean, that's just like what you want to see. He's the first one this season to do it. I like that. He's definitely stepped up. Because that was the complaint. That he rides coattails. And he's also lost some humor. You know? He, he used to be funnier and more likable. And now he's like so serious about winning, which I admire, but it kind of like takes the Leroy out of Leroy a little bit. Um, Maybe that's part of the editing that we're seeing. I think he's, he's, you know, he kind of reminds me of um, this happens all the time in Hollywood. There's like the really fun, like sidekick, like Melissa McCarthy and bridesmaids or Zach Galifianakis in um, the hangover. Like let's make them the star of a movie. Yeah. And it never works as well. Um, because they're like best as a sidekick and they're more fun and they can be goofier. And, and if they have to carry the movie and be serious, then they have to lose a little bit of that shtick. And I feel like Wait, Leroy so lost a little you, of his personality as like, a, are you saying you didn't like Van Wilder too? the rise of Taj? <laughs> well, he's okay. But like Melissa McCarthy has been misfiring quite a bit. I mean, you know, maybe it's not for her. Go back to being a sidekick. It's fine. But I don't think Van Wilder was even in Van Wilder too. I think it was just the Taj came and rose. That's up. a that's a deep cut. I don't know how many people watched <laughs> Rise of Taj, um, but it happens. And I know. I, I like Leroy. I think he's one of the most likable to ever be on reality TV, much less the real world and the challenge. I've loved the original Las Vegas, or I guess Return to Las Vegas season people, which he's one. Um, so I'm, I have, and it look it, to me, it feels like this is Leroy's time to win. Don't you think this is well, his cause you know, we, we've been hearing that this is his last season and I thought that exactly. was that cryptic, but he said it before the elimination too. So that makes me think maybe that doesn't matter. Um, it's like when the chiefs won the super bowl, it's like, Oh, it feels like Andy Reid's year. Right. This feels like Leroy's year to me. Leroy and cam maybe, um, if cam can hold up her end in the final and you're right. Like Leroy, serious Leroy, star of the movie. He's making the right decisions. He's winning. He's going down there. I think he made the right decision to stick with Casey um, as well, as opposed, even though emotionally you might want the safety yeah. blanket of Cam. Yeah. I think that politically, Cam and Leroy are in a really good place. It's just can they get to the final and win it? I think they can probably get there. Right. They'll, you know, and the other thing I was going to say, this is like a, you know, thinking too far ahead. We said before, it's smart to split up, double your chances of getting some money. You both have good partners, but yeah. also there's a chance that having a team, a team, double team, you know, will be to your advantage at some point in the final. You know, if you could help each other mm -hmm. win, maybe for some reason, block another team or whatever. If it, sometimes there's those time penalties. That's um, a good point. 
That's a good point. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. To be seen. Like maybe you on a puzzle, you could like right. Help. You could help the team, or you could all work. If it, if there's carry five hundred logs, you could carry their logs for them. You know, I don't know if you're allowed to do that exactly, but you there are certain ways you could help them. Okay, we'll see. Um, and then Teresa, in the aftermath of Jay's loss, toxic tea, as Corey coined. I like that. Went to Corey's team. Uh huh. Neither have their skulls, right? And so they're in trouble. So yeah, Teresa did not look thrilled. <laughs> she could have maybe like acted a little bit more, I feel like appropriate. Like she was literally like not happy. Well, looking ahead, Teresa, like, I think it was smart to lock in with the rookie girls, but you still need your skull. And the best route to get She's is not probably locked to, in with the rookie girls anymore. Maybe not. And her best path to get a skull is probably to go against a rookie girl. Cause they're like weaker, frankly. And so where does she go from here? She's in trouble. She's in trouble. She's uh, made a big move and it didn't work out as well as we had predicted last episode on this podcast didn't work out for her although you know hey if jay won you know you could say the opposite um tough matchup against leroy though in this circumstance but and also just like the blame is the show placed it squarely on her shoulders um multiple people confessional saying it's teresa's fault jay's gone i think he owns some responsibility for it too but you know i don't know not an all-time backfire but a little bit Definitely. And I think that it was, there was a, I am being hard on Teresa. I thought that she did not handle it well politically. And you're right. If Jay wins, if Jay wins, then it looks fine. And if they win the daily by a second, right. Then it looks then she fine. really would have looked great. Yeah. Although she still needs a skull at some point. You got to figure That's out a way true. to get that. That's true. I think going back, we said it last week, her best plan probably would have been to go against Nani last week, get your skull, lock yourself in the Alliance, best of both worlds. I think she was a little scared to do that. I think Teresa, you give her credit for trying. I think she flew too close to the sun, got yes. burned. And, but she, in order to win, this was maybe her best chance, like was to. Right. And she's always going to be at a disadvantage. So maybe you're right, like shake it up. I have a hard time giving her stock down. Well, let's get into that. So stock up, stock down based on what we thought. So like Jay, we, we love, he came across as lovable and a try hard. And it's hard to say that we thought anything different of him. Right. Would you, were you considering him for this or not? As a stock up? Yeah. Just in the sense that I feel like I know Jay and I've always known Jay. Yeah. And I like Jay and I still like Jay. Do I like Jay significantly more? I don't know. Maybe oh, I think it held steady at a high, you know, valuation. Yeah. yeah, I like that he cares so much, and that TJ also, you can tell, gave him the approval when he Absolutely. left. I said it before, but like I feel like of all the guys, like Jay would be in TJ's like crew, like hanging out in Vegas <laughs> and like going mountain biking on the weekends or whatever. Yeah, an extreme sport person. Yeah, wearing beanies and. <laughs> um. I say something? Here's a little J thing I wrote in my notes. He looks to me, physically, his face, a little bit of like Roddy Piper. I don't see that. <laughs> and that's look. such an obscure reference for our <laughs> fans that we'll skip past that one. Um, <laughs> so uh, 
so stock up, stock down, based on our preconceived notions. And I'll give you one for an example. Amber B from Big Brother never got much screen time for our eyes as challenge fans. Yes. Tried hard, held herself well, argued well, cool, calm, collected person, was not just following the pack, did her own thing, protecting her partner. I, I think you couldn't ask for more for, from Amber B this episode. I had Amber B as a stock up. Agreed. Lock it in. Lock it in. I mean, now we need more because, you, you know, is there anyone else that you thought you're going to argue for Leroy maybe? And I, I have a hard time with it. No, because he won the elimination. Usually we yeah, don't do It's that. too obvious if they win the elimination, but I give him credit. I, I was I was fully expecting or at least 70% expecting him to chicken out and I would have he would have been a big stock down, but he, no, he did have he to give handle his business. Yeah, he did it. He was did the thing that we all want to see, which is going as the double agent to volunteer yourself. Absolutely. Not many people have done that. And without, it wasn't a layup either, as you mentioned. Like, Jay could have won that. It was risky. There was some risk, certainly. Do you have any more stock ups? People that you liked more, either gameplay-wise, likability, challenge-wise? Um, Not really, to be honest. I had Casey, again, for the same reason that I don't think it's really markedly gone up, but she's just been s- solid this season. She, she won. She's definitely daily. the coolest headed big brother person. She's the coolest headed. I like her much more like in terms of season to season thus far, she's had a big stock up from last season to me. And she beat cam in the right. throwing. That's her true. Off and she's just been calm. And, and you know, that gets us to a larger point. Maybe we kind of alluded to it, you know, strategy on big brother versus strategy on the challenge. And Devin called them out for being liars, and that's how they win Big Brother. It doesn't work here in the same way. It feels like Casey, you know, she she kind of got some flack for flirting with Nani or whatever, but she seems to kind of fit into the challenge house the best, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. And I will say, though, that in terms of the big brothers sneaking, like I don't see them really being sneaky. And I, I just think they're known as big brother people and they're aligned. I, I, think they're, I think there's a little bit of the survivor thing where they're like, they take pride in double crosses and plotting. And um, I guess I think it's more perception than reality. I think they're just, they're just a, a, a block that is known to be allied with each other. More yeah, the so whole like scheming thing gets sometimes a bad rap, you know, Teresa got flagged for scheming and Cam had a line that I wanted to flag. She said, I can't stand when people that don't have a mind of their own. I'm like, doesn't Cam like took so much pride in being the mastermind like a few seasons ago. And now Teresa's trying it and she's hating on her for that. Yeah. It's a bit hypocritical. Yeah. I just don't but... like Cam, but the, honestly, I mean, <laughs> not many people do. I feel. Yeah, I don't. I I'm glad I'm not the only one because sometimes you think like with Jay, like we all love Jay. Does everyone love Jay too? Like yes. I'm like I can't makes me. I just don't like her. Well, um, I will say that, that I to be honest, I don't either. However, I still think potential move of the season is Cam when she melded with the Big Brother Alliance. Absolutely, and and she tried CT, didn't want it. All right, your loss. Um. So all right, let's not give it to Cam stock up or stock down. Is there anyone that you thought deserves a stock down? One more stock up. One more stock up. Potential candidate. Again, just so he's on the radar. I just like him. 
Anytime he talks, I smile. It's na- Nam, I'm guessing. Nam. Yeah. Nam. He just seems like a, such a nice guy. What babe, in the, babe in the woods kind of, right? He's just yeah. so genuine. It was, it was something that he, I don't know, in the beginning I had a, I written down, like he said something, it was bad to see, something so bad to see. I think it was when, uh, I don't know, Jay maybe was voted in, he's his friend. And yeah, like and that. he said he was a protective, I think he said elder brother. Is that possible? I think uh, he thought Jay was his elder brother. Right, right. Because yeah. you would think he was the little brother because he's little, but um, <laughs> he called him the elder brother, which I thought was sweet. Too. I just want Nam to do something. Right. Physically. You want Nam to realize he's he's the big dog and not the, the younger brother. Exactly. Same with Lolo. I want to, well, Lolo, I just want to see them dominate something and do something. And right. that was made him even more disappointing when they don't try during the daily. Anyway. But so we can't give him that, you, you know, can't give him a stock yeah, up for that. Just, then. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying he's likable. He's very likable. And that's Lolo, that shine like affects Lolo because she's more likable in his presence. That's true. Okay. So stock down, you know, we didn't say it about Leroy. We didn't say it about Cam. It's Teresa. What do you say? Is that too obvious? Is How did you react to her episode? Well, I think it's uh, to me and what I've been saying we gave Teresa a big stock up or not a big, we gave her a stock up. And I think that a stock it like went back down to earth for me, maybe a little higher than where it was three episodes ago. Cause she's just a presence now and had more of her personality, but relative to last episode, I think it did go down this episode. Yeah. Um, and more so for me, not for, tr- she tried, which we like, she protected her partner, which she like. Yeah. It's yeah. just sort of like, you know, a little bit whiny, a little bit martyr when she's claiming that she didn't make these moves that she made and everyone's against her. Um, a little irrational. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like she got so much flack the whole episode. It's true. I just think I don't dislike her. I thought her strategy was bad after they lost the daily. Okay. So we need somebody else. Cause that, that's not even our strongest one. Who do you have? I, you know, um, there was no one really that jumped out so much because Devin, you already don't like, right? So it's not yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, it was just... I, Devin really rubbed me the wrong way this episode, but it's sort of been that way for a few episodes now. Um, yeah. So I have a hard time giving it to him. Um, I didn't, you know... <laughs> is there anyone else we'll see? I guess we could Fessy, say maybe. Fessy had a polarizing episode, but I thought he was fine. Yeah. Kind of got to know him a little bit. Okay. I'll throw one out there. Yeah. We need one. We need a stronger one. Well, it's not so strong, but Corey, hmm. just for the fact that he's, how many times has he promised revenge on people and haven't really seen much from Corey? It's a know, good like, one. Cause we did make fun of his like princess bride revenge scheme and it, it cracked pretty quickly. Right. I think he's just kind of there, right? He's he, no one is, he's not really affecting anything after being so um, shocked by Nelson's. Right. And it's sort of like you're talking about casting the show. What's your purpose? You know, Devin's the instigator. Teresa's in the mix trying to make moves. And, you know, even Bear, you know, he's not going to win the show, but he's just freaking entertaining to me, at least, for being like the Joker. And Corey used to have a little, he used to be the ladies man or whatever, or try or, and now he, I guess he, I don't know if he's married or not, but he's kind of like committed. Um, he's not and, a real big challenge threat. He kind of 
plays the goofball a little bit, but that's kind of Kyle's role. He kind of had a similar season last year, except he did pretty well in the final. Yeah, he had a good start to the final. And I think that one thing that's talked down about Corey is I think he cares too much about loyalty and friendship on this show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he that's what he's always being so angry about. But, like, Fessy had a good point. I think you brought it up during the Fessy episode. Is like, a million dollars or voting in a friend for a game for a million dollars. It doesn't, right. you're not going to both win in the end. If you have right. a friend there. So that makes sense. I, and and if you don't have friends, you need enemies. And he doesn't commit to having enemies either. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe him. And what about Tariq? CT? Because, you know, he didn't try. That's a okay, he kind of he did rat out Teresa and then lied about it. That's interesting. I, That's you know, I, I think it's objectively we love CT, but I think you got to admit he had a kind of a weak episode. He did have a weak episode. But I don't know. If I'd give him stock down, you just refuse just because you love CT. No, I just don't know if I'd like him less. I mean, it, it it's hard to single him out for not trying. Well, you know what? I think the obvious one that we're kind of we just have to lump them all together. Just the guys for just not oh. trying. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I, it. And it's so disappointing to see you said it. Like Nam not dominate, CT not try to dominate, Darrell still not step up and, and yeah. have a dominant moment. Because this was a fun challenge if Absolutely. they did. And they didn't and they blew it. So we're giving it to everyone except Jay and Leroy. And and the girls for falling. At least they were trying in a, in a scheming way, but they should have gotten more flack. And I think they're right. You made the best point. Show had it. Best of both worlds. Had their cake and eat it too by like slapping them on the wrist in a way that didn't actually affect the results, but hopefully sends a warning shot to them in the future. Yeah, it'll be like a deterrent. So, you know, what's interesting if we talk about this episode as a whole, die another day. Um, I'm not sure how that's relevant, but um, <laughs> that's just like a generic spy name you could just throw out. It was the name of a Bond movie. It was. a Yeah, it's a Bond movie. Um, I don't know. Remember which one? It's so vague, you know. Uh, I saw Bill Simmons, who loves the show. If you don't know Bill Simmons, he writes, you know, runs The Ringer and he used to run Grantland. I think he, he recaps the show too. And he, he tweeted best episode of the season. And I, I didn't get that, that personally. I thought it was like a B. I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was very entertaining. Even the, I think that the weak point was the daily challenge when they didn't yeah. try. And it would have been great to see them try. That would have risen it. But even that, it, what it did was interesting, at least like for them to get reprimanded, but at least it was something. It was better than the stupid drone challenge, which was like a half an hour of them crashing into walls. So, but the rest of the episode, that was very strong. You had a lot of drama. You had politics, great elimination. With Leroy. And it was logical beginning, middle and end. Is Leroy going to avenge the move? He did. He stepped up and won. There you go. I guess there is a solid narrative there. And I judge it by how entertained, how much am I enjoying watching? And I was enjoying watching it. I I'll tell you something. I didn't think it was the best episode of the season. I just gave it a B, but that shows you that it's been a, a very good season. I Maybe was going to say, yeah. I think it's been a stock up season thus far. Absolutely. It's it's just, you know, workmanlike. The drama, maybe soap opera hasn't been top notch, but it's been good. It's been consistently good episodes. Yes. I think um, the challenges have been good, well produced, like just, you know, very solid. And I think these episodes are keep, 
being, you know, solid doubles, if not home runs. Right. That's fair. I'm more waiting for that. I think a signature moment, maybe losing West, maybe hurt that. Um, going forward is you have any, because we kind of nailed this one, honestly, <laughs> not to, to pat ourselves on the back, but we're like, Jay's going to get blamed for Teresa's move. And that's what happened going well, forward. You said that Teresa would be in a better place than she is. I think she's in well, trouble. We don't have to dwell on the negatives. Um, <laughs> do you think Teresa will get targeted next week for the, for that? Or does she still have enough of the rookie alliance? I mean, she's an easy vote, but you got to start thinking about skulls now. You really have to start thinking about who's going to be easy to get skulls against. Right. So, and that's why it's a double-edged little sword. Amber, little Amber is in trouble, maybe. Yeah. Double-edged sword to get voted in. They're all scared of it, but... If Teresa gets voted in, maybe it's the best thing for her. You got to win at some point. And there's not, I mean, how many dominant people are left? I'd be scared to go up against Lolo. Well, this is what should happen next episode. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Presuming it's a female, or are you just not sure? Presuming it's a female. Lolo should volunteer to go in as the house vote. I hope so. Got to step up, Lolo. That's what she needs to do. You can't rely on winning the 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 double agent that's too chancy and then you're no one's gonna ever vote you in to go against you to get a skull so right they should make it stonewall then just leave without the chance she really needs to step up yeah and i don't know if she will i think and we're still waiting for lolo and nam to win a daily but it just hasn't happened right to really do anything physically so far maybe they're just busy falling in love (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, definitely an odd couple. I'd like to see some more people. Casey, same thing. It's just like, you, you got to go, guys. Let's let's step it up here. Unless you're just like, unless you're just terrified. And the guys too, there's not that many like killers that are like so scary that you can't, I'd be scared against Fessy in certain eliminations. I'd be scared against Nam just based on looks. Maybe CT based on reputation and weight, but, and maybe Daryl too, to be honest. Daryl hasn't shown a lot, but I'd be scared to go against him just because he has that like boxer balance and presumably stamina still. I think we're at the point of the season where you need to think about skulls and actually you need to start throwing yourself in as a house vote. Right. And if you're looking at layups, little Amber, Amber M and Mechie, I think needs to be somebody's target soon too. Yes. And they're on the same team. So there you go. Um, Okay, Dondrick, good episode by you. I was a little inconsistent, but you held your own like Amber B. Stock up <laughs> for you, stock down for me. And we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye.